Hello and welcome to Should We Jam? I am your host, Florencia Duron. So good to have you here. I've been away for a couple of months because me and my partner went on a two-month road trip. We drove from Arizona all the way up to Montana and then drove back through Oregon and Nevada. Super fun trip. And during our travels, we stopped in Colorado. We spent a couple of weeks there, beautiful. And we got to meet Jean Tinder. And guess what? Jean is the guest for today's show. Jean Tinder is a content manager of the Crimson Circle, and she's also the author of a book called My Last Lifetime. So Jean knows that this is her last lifetime, right? She's had thousands of reincarnations. She's had all sorts of different experiences. And now this is the last one, last lifetime. And so she wrote this book to share some of her wisdom. I really, really enjoyed her book. And uh, when I invited her to this show, she said, well, read my book. It's filled with stories and tell me which story uh, would you like me to read. And the one that you're about to hear today just really resonated with me. It's about uh, not taking life so seriously and be more like, like a child. I know that literally everything, everything in my life, whether it's my romantic relationship, my my career, my studies, my work, whatever it might be, I've taken it very seriously. And I feel that by doing that, I've kind of, at times, taken the joy out of the experience. So I find Jean's story incredibly beautiful and wise, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Before we start, let me tell you about today's sponsor, Jigsaw Health. Mind you, I do not believe that you need supplements in order to survive. That's not my philosophy. However, I have taken supplements and I've found them to be incredibly supportive at times. And, and for example, magnesium would be one of those. I occasionally take magnesium at night, right before bed. And I can tell the difference. I can notice the difference in my body because I have a very restful sleep and magnesium has been a friend actually in helping me to regulate my nervous system and my overall sleep and so i partner up with jigsaw jigsaw health so that you can get a 10 percent discount on any of their products i recommend their magnesium especially if you're having a little trouble sleeping they also have amazing electrolytes have fun with it you get a 10% discount. Just use the code DURON10 at checkout. That is DURON, D as in dentist, U-R-O-N-10. All right, so without further ado, here it is, Gene Tinder. found in many, many places. 
and humanity has always given itself pointers toward the truth. One of the first realizations in my awakening was that the kingdom of heaven that Jesus taught about is nothing like what religion has made it out to be. Neither a physical earthly place of victory nor a hoped-for future utopia, the kingdom of heaven is really is within us, as he clearly stated. That is why he came to earth, after all, to open humanity's heart to the divine spark sleeping within each individual. Spiritual awakening is when we start becoming aware of this inner kingdom. According to the Bible, one of Jesus' teachings is this. Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Have you ever wondered what that means? What trait does an inexperienced, untrained child have that I don't that allows it entry into heaven? or, if you like, allows it access to God within. I feel that Tobias of the Crimson Council gave the answer in a message called, It Doesn't Matter. Let me explain. Over the years, my children have taught me many, many lessons. My daughter Taryn, the youngest, has always had a unique clarity about her as if a lot of the old earth baggage has been released, and she's just here to enjoy the experience this time around. This means she's taught me a lot about letting go, as well as the meaning of, it doesn't matter. When she was about eight months old, she closed a kitchen drawer on her finger. The pain surprised her, clearly, but instead of crying out, she looked up at me with wide open eyes, as if to determine a suitable response. How do I deal with this, Mom? In a split second, I felt two options. One was to react with drama, gasp, quickly rescue her, and make a big deal out of her owie. But the other potential was even clearer almost as if she had called it forth. I bent down and spoke to her gently, opened the drawer to release her finger, and kissed it tenderly. She never shed a tear, even though her tiny finger had quite a dent. For her, it was just an experience. No big deal, nothing to get excited over. It didn't matter. A couple of years later, she taught me a big lesson about energy. I was busy, focused intently on a task at my computer. She was playing with her toys on the floor behind me. As two-year-olds do sometimes, she started throwing her toys and discovered that they made the most pleasing clatter as they crashed into the wall. Engrossed in my work, I absentmindedly told her, Stop it, Taryn! Which, of course, had no effect, even after repeating it quite a few times. Finally, I lost my temper 
and in great frustration, turned around and yelled at her full on. I was mad. Now, my other children would have dissolved into tears at that point, with such an onslaught. Mommy's angry and I'm terrified. Then I would have had to comfort them and apologize and make everything better. But not Taryn. When I shouted at her in anger, she froze, staring at me in surprise. Her eyes got very big and her face was full of astonished excitement, as if to say, Wow, what a blast of energy! That was fun! Then it was my turn to be surprised. I was staring at her and she immediately threw another toy, full force, into the wall. Not in defiance, but as if to say, let's do it again. For her, it was purely a thrill, like watching fireworks. In that moment, I remembered how Tobias has said that even negative energy is just energy. And this little being in front of me apparently already knew exactly what that meant. In fact, because she was only two years old, it was simply a thrilling experience for her. It didn't matter that mommy was angry. It was just an exciting blast of energy for her to play with. Perhaps to become as little children means to let ourselves start forgetting all the heavy importance we have placed on everything. Perhaps their beautiful, amazing energy flows with such freedom precisely because the usual things don't matter. Not to them yet. It's us grumpy adults who teach them what we think should matter. But we were children once. What happened to block our flow of life? To stop our dance of energy? Little children are simply here to experience their existence, whatever that means in any moment. They haven't yet learned to label things as good or bad, or to be in resistance to what is. Of course, then they become toddlers, who sometimes do seem to resist everything, but even then they're learning about self-determination. And perhaps their resistance doesn't need to matter to us quite so much. But that's another book. Sometime after that experience, life changed for us. And little Taryn went to live with her daddy for several years. It was a challenging time for everyone, and the situation stirred up a huge amount of mommy guilt in me. I desperately wanted to be a good mother to my precious child. A desire that was, or appeared to be, in stark contrast to the actual situation. I kept in touch and visited as much as possible, which wasn't easy from 1,000 miles away. One day she told me, during a phone conversation at six years old, Mommy, I wish you lived here with Daddy and his partner, so we could all live together. Her innocent desire was yet another gut punch to my mommy self. But this time, something had opened up a little bit in me. 
Instead of explaining to her yet again why that wouldn't work, because I was desperately wanting her to understand so I could soothe my guilt, I said to her, yeah, I can understand why you'd want that. And that was enough. You see, when she had brought it up before, it mattered to me that she wanted things to be different. It mattered that she didn't understand because that meant I was, a fail- I was failing as a mother. So, because it mattered so much, I spent a lot of energy trying to help her understand, which is way more adulting than any little child should ever have to worry about. Trying to make her understand grown-up things that even I didn't fully understand. It only added heaviness to her in-the-moment feeling, making both of us suffer. Until the day I finally realized that how she felt in any given moment actually didn't matter. All I needed to do was acknowledge it, gently honor her feelings, all without trying to fix her or judge myself. And you know what? That was exactly what she wanted. Instead of getting sad and giving the phone back to Daddy like she always did before, she paused for a moment, brightened up, and started telling me about her new book. Because it didn't matter to me, she was free to let it go. Maybe the secret of children is that they are here to simply experience what is, openly and fully. Maybe the kingdom of heaven is a state of being, an inner space so clear that nothing matters and everything is possible. Maybe if we stopped putting a spin or a value judgment on our own experiences instead of just having them, life would open up. In fact, I tried that the other day. My back was in a lot of pain, thanks to a recent snowstorm and the subsequent shoveling. Hobbling off to get a drink, I was moaning and groaning about it, chiding myself for not breathing enough, wondering what I'm carrying that's manifesting as pain in my back and all the other spiritual gobbledygook my mind likes to churn out. Then I remembered, wait, this is just an experience. It doesn't matter, and it sure doesn't mean I got something wrong. My tired human self instantly argued back, Yeah, but it hurts. Indeed it does. So what? And in that moment, something shifted. By realizing even my pain doesn't matter, that it really doesn't mean anything, I can let go of my hold on it. And that has the immediate effect of relaxing my entire being. As long as I've got a body, well, it's going to hurt. And this letting go will need to be an ongoing choice. The physical self may take time to return to balance, but it can do so much easier when I'm not smothering it in heavy layers of importance, worry, and resistance. Those things never help. And, in fact, they interfere with the natural rejuvenation process. 
No wonder they get stuck sometimes. We pile on so much matter. It's been appropriate, of course. How else could we stay here on Earth, embodied in matter, if it didn't, well, matter? But that was then, and this is now. It's time to be a child again. A child who knows it really doesn't matter. Let yourself simply experience what is in this moment. Then let it go and fall into the next experience and the next and the next, just like a child. In heaven on earth, nothing much matters. Life flows, hearts feel, and God finally starts living.